I don't know. I came into the studio. Okay, so welcome to All of Some Pimentos podcast. I'm sitting with Neil Lemoyne and Adam Taylor. Ate. Ate. Is that your name? Ate. That is. Is that on the license, if you will? Um, technically, yeah. Technically. Ate. How old are you? I'm 26. And you? 26 as well. Oh. Two twenty-six-year-olds with a fourteen-year-old. Who knows what could happen? Wait, you anyways. So both these guys play in a band called Eighteen Jacks, which is a fun pop, hip hop. It's whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it is. A lot of genres. A lot of genres. It's a party band. Let's do that party band. I th- I think it, I think it's fair. I, who the fuck doesn't like to party? That's what I mean. You know. I love to, I'm partying right now. Some psycho. I've been drinking beers after cooking hot dogs all day and talking to two really cool dudes. I love that. That's that's what we do. We just oh, don't Sean. cook the hot dogs. We what? just talk to cool dudes. Me and Sean know each other. Yeah. Back for a while. Yeah. Neil's incapacitated. He only gets no, one I'm sentence right. per I'm, hour. I was. I feel a little better now. I'm like, I was pretty sad. Up to so, how, how did 18 Jack start? Oh. Uh. I never get to. I never. I never get to answer this question without Jackson here. Um, I. Well, he fucked off, and now you're here, so here we are. No, he wasn't fucking off then. Actually, he does fuck off, but he didn't fuck off then. I, uh, a select group of people, when the pavilion was still a thing in the in Halifax, which I heard they were trying to bring back in some extent, which I think is very I was funny. Because the, the pavilion. Yeah, yeah, it died. I think months after me and Jackson met. So, um, I was a local rapper, quote unquote. I made a, I made solo music. I produced my own stuff. I mixed and mastered it. It it wasn't great, but I think for, like, you think about nowadays. There's a lot of excellent young people making music in Halifax who want to get into rap. At the time, there was nobody. Like straight up, nobody. There was maybe. three or four people doing it. I was part of that group. And it wasn't... Like, the music I was making wasn't very good. I knew that. But I was learning. I was doing everything from my bedroom. Somebody would have seen my streams because it was streaming half decently well. You were just throwing it, like... Throwing it out online. I was just doing it. Yeah. I was just doing it. Like, I... I, uh, I was going to school for film. I did film. I did film professionally for for years. Uh... Six years, yeah, and I maybe seven. I did, I did, I started professionally doing film from like the age of 14 or 15. So I was shooting commercials and like as the lead with other guys who are my age. So we were doing like PharmaSave stuff, and which isn't really a thing anymore, and like doing like ads for uh. We just did a bunch of those sorts of things where it was like they someone needs something filmed and I was we were good at it I was good at it and we yeah. we we I had a small team of three or four of us who were all young film prodigies essentially and we and we all came together and and did something and we did it for a couple of years and uh, I was doing that and then I uh, when I came out of high school eventually years later I uh, didn't want to do. What I originally wanted to do, which was psychology, and I didn't really have the uh, money or sort of family infrastructure to pursue like a college or so right university now what you're degree. So you're telling me is like you could sit down with Neil on a couch and dissect his brain. 
I've, no. I, I already know him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew him. I knew him before we lived together. That's yeah. that's that's. How long did you guys live together? Not fully. You guys still live together now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I think fully's a fully's a crazy term because you'll always learn something new about somebody. But but if you have the right idea, you already technically know them. So I already feel like I technically knew you before. Now I learn little quirks. But it's only fun for me to learn about these little surprises. It's not new information. It's just like, oh, now I get why A equals B. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't get like I don't get like this with him because I think it would freak him out. And that's <laughs> that's why I don't do it with him. I, I well, because I have to live with him. And if he if he looks at me and I think it, I th- I think I respect him too much. And I think if he knew what I was really like. That it would be an uncomfortable living situation, but we get to live. We get to live in in harmony. You don't. No. 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 I don't think you do, and I think I love that, because you look at me at face value and you give me the respect that I think I deserve, and that's all we need. And we make jokes and we have fun, and there's no harshness. It's just like an expectation of we're friends and we live together and there's no and there's nothing beyond that and i like that and i don't want it to be any different i think that's fair okay it's weirdly i th- i think it's i think it's kind of sentimental but i think it's more i think it's more me being insecure of like i think if you knew who i really was i would freak him out yeah so like i did i ended up going into psychology years later but i i don't think i had the 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 life for lack of telling telling my my life trauma like i couldn't have gone to university out of high school it didn't make sense so i went into film because it was like well this is what i'm doing right now at the time when i was 16 or 17 Mm -hmm. i'm i have success in it i might as well do it i had bursaries and grants through high school and right. through programs where it was like they're going to pay per, part or all of my tuition for several years and I had to use it. Right. And if I took years off, I wasn't going to get it. So I went into film and then I it, it made me hate film. Okay. And I, I met some amazing people. I've never seen you act. You saw me act. And we no, made a well, TV show. <laughs> I made a TV show. You think that's not acting? That's that's acting. You sent me like back in the... Like, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Usually, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like you, you used to play like you don't. Play no, play. no, I never did anything. I, I, I actually, uh, I was in a play in junior high, and I had a, I had a. I don't know if I ever said this publicly, but I have, I have a, I have a, I have a. But people, people around me know this about me. But I have a, or had, have, I guess have because it is a lifelong disease. But I have a growth hormone deficiency where I don't produce growth hormone naturally. So when I was a teenager, I was tested over years, and they eventually found out that I didn't produce growth hormone, which is why I was so small. I graduated high school like five foot four, but I figured this out in grade 11, and uh, before that, in grade nine, I was cast in a play in our junior high school, which never ended up happening because the play fell apart because it was so bad, and I was cast as the mayor of Whoville. And if you know what Whoville is, yes. it's a Dr. Seuss thing, and Whoville is the smallest place. Yeah. And I was... The smallest dude. Yeah. 
So I had that part, and I still remember the my theme song, and I was going to kill it, and it never happened. And that was my first thing singing. I actually signed up to do it, and I sang, and I blew it. And then they still let me have it because I just looked the part. And then it never happened. And then I uh, never sang again, and I went into film, and I'd film for yeah. years. But now you, now you rhyme lyrics. Right? Yeah, I, that, wasn't, that was never done on purpose. I never had that. Um, inspiration for hip-hop? Like, give me, like, three artists for hip-hop. And then we'll talk about Neil Lemoyne. I I was interesting because I'm I'm such a selective brain where I like I heard hip hop mm-hmm. and I heard every hip hop I heard the Biggies and the Two Box and I like I heard it. Uh, I think I have problems with both of them. That's fair. But I love both of them. So I don't want to I don't want to play fence. I think play if I'm lis- if I'm listening for fun, yeah. I'm listening to Biggie. Yeah, we're- if I'm listening to like analyze and figure out how to make music better, I'm listening to Tupac. Well, Tupac had that too, right? Like, I I think they're just I think they're almost uncomparable. Well, like Tupac's Tupac is um, poetry. You know what I mean? I totally get it. Uh, that's that's also. Totally yeah. fair. I, I mean, I get that. I also get that. I, I like, I get that. And some of my favorite Wu-Tang artists man. grew up on the the, the Wu Tang and the Andre three thousands of the world. So yeah, I, I, I never had that. Yeah. Nobody showed me that music. Yeah. Where it was w- with the Biggie and the Tupac. Like I, I, I'm not gonna sit and pretend like I grinded their music and that's what made me hip hop. It wasn't pop music made me hip hop mm. because I was of that generation. May I just interject? Sean's letting us uh, sleep on his couches. <laughs> uh, yes, both of them are sleeping really, on couches. This is payment. This Me is, going off this for is, now. This is payment for for yeah, being here. But a, anyways, how Neil Lemoyne, how did you get involved? In I want music? I well, I want to know how you started I, I, music. I, 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 I want to know because I don't I know if we've ever talked about. Look, here, here I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but how what got you to play music? What's I the first band? I'm mac- curious. I don't know. Macaroni noise, baby. Macaroni noise? Ma- macro- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hang on. Background noise. Background Who was yeah. that? Um, I've heard this. I've heard this name. Jesse McLeod. Shout out Jesse McLeod. Shout out. And a guy named Liam Campbell. How old were you? Uh, I was like probably 16. Did you guys play a show? Yeah, we played several. But your shows. old man guy, like your dad, David Lemoyne, got you into music too, though. Yeah, well, he was the reason I got into music. Yeah. Well, why is that though? Like, tell me that story. He would just play, you know, Neil Young and Bob Dylan and all that kind of shit. The That's band. oh, th- this is interesting for me because my dad plays Shout guitar. Shout out to David Lemoyne. Shout out David Lemoyne, sweetheart. My dad played guitar my entire childhood. And I have never attributed my music venture to him at all. Now, obviously, there was some kind of genetic or social thing that drew me towards it, but it, I didn't have the that initial thing. It was the failure in film, or I, I wouldn't call it failure. I, I would have done fine. I came to hate making movies, and naturally, 
my intellect was like, I need another artistic venture. And I turned to music because I knew nothing about it. So like I, my dad did the same thing. Like my dad played the fucking Bob Dylan's Bruce Springsteen's I'm big Bruce Springsteen fan. So it's like, I never, I've never thought about it that way where it's like, we played earlier tonight and we were happy with the show. Tell me what your thoughts with the show tonight, Ate. I think it's good. I think people from I think it's good, man. I think people from Ontario are difficult. Your your you guys vibes like a party vibe. Yeah. Um, It's hip hop, pop. It's and forgive me to say this, like for anyone white female or female. Just what are you talking about? Between eighteen and twenty five. Shut up. Just get to it. Shut up. What are you saying? (laughs) No, it it's fair. I, it wasn't, we didn't craft it to be that way. No, but like, it's, it it's, is what it is. It, it was what we wanted to make. I, I agree with you. I, 110%. Like, any chick listening to you guys play will fall in love with you guys after the fucking think, second set. Yeah. I think you'd be surprised to know that if I'm looking at our, our entire numbers of our entire I'd existence, yeah, it's 50 50. It's 50 50, male and female. As far as streaming goes, as far as my personal solo streaming, it's actually sixty male. Yeah. So Jackson's the really? yeah. Sixty percent male. Yes. Three years. Yes. Respect. Dude. Isn't that weird? And but the shows, the shows are are yeah a lot. The actual live stuff. Yeah. Definitely leans female, but I like that because they show up and they fucking party. Guys are too scared to have fun. Yeah. They're too scared to fucking turn up and. Yeah. So you want your t-shirt back how did, it how looked, did, I can't believe it still looks good. How did how did you guys find this white ginger who's got the most worst mustache ever I've ever seen? I love it. I'll defend I it. I think it's fucking I had one. Garbage. I had one and I cut it right before we came and it was just but as how bad. How did you find this guy? Well, uh, we we actually skipped over me and Jackson because yeah. I I think that that has something to do with it is that I got I was a solo emerging thing right. that uh, nobody really liked. I, I wasn't treated and well by the local community. Had a solo thing too, right? and he had a solo thing, yeah. and uh, I think I think it might have been an NSCC thing. But somebody was putting on a small artist showcase where they asked like thirty local rappers to do a show at the pavilion. Yeah, and I was asked. Jackson was asked, and a bunch of other artists who I have either worked with or he did, or who have become good artists since then, have like were asked to do it or did it. And I had never performed, and I was like, no, no fucking way, because I wasn't. I was so, I was so uh, jaded at the time where I was just like, I'm not going to perform to people who don't want me to perform. If I perform for the first time, it's going to be for people who want to hear me. Yeah. And I think that that's a bad mindset. It just happened to work out for me. It's crazy because I just wanted to do it. You know, like, I I, I don't like, have that in me. Like yeah, I was so I was so introverted, and I just wanted to make music. And so I said no. Jackson said yes, and Jackson found me through that thing and had messaged me, and we had exchanged DMs where he had listened to my album, and I was like, oh, I listened to his. EP, which was like uh, he went by Knox at the time. It was so old, and I listened to it, and it sounded like hot fucking Jack, garbage. Knox yeah. is Jackson, the 
right yeah it's 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 xon backwards which is his fucking justification anyway he was a kid though like he was a few years i don't know he didn't know what he was doing like and i i don't know if he did the show as Knox or Jax, but i i knew him as jackson and i said no to the show but i was actually dating a girl at the time who lived in the north end of halifax uh, well, it does. Yeah. It, it's uh, well, they always have a part to play, and yeah. uh, and her, she she actually talked me into that night, being like, "You should go," because I had listened to his project and I was like, "It sounds like shit," but the guy's a really good writer, and she talked me into being like, "We should just show up there. It's a two minute walk." Like she lived literally. She I I don't know if she still lives there. I haven't talked to her, but she grew up and lived like a two minute walk away and so she was like let's go and i was like you're right let's go and we went to the show that i said no to and watched it it was horribly awkward Mm -hmm. terrible show we paid to get it it was garbage but he went up and when he was going up outside before he went in to go up he knew who i was and he said hi to me and he said he liked my music and and then he awkwardly asked me to film his set and I used his phone for his entire set to film his set on so his you, phone. So you guys have that relationship where you guys can sit there and say to each other, that's garbage. That's, yeah. yeah. We, we disagree sometimes, but, but 99% of the time. like, But he, he had a drive then that I didn't have. Which is ironic because I feel like it's it's flip flopped, but like he was yes, now. but he was like he was young and hungry, and coming from Lunenburg, he was just like eager to do it, and he did a great job. Like he was the best guy on the stage, and I took notice of that, and I only went to that show for him. Yeah. Like I was curious of of like what happens if you show up and see him do it live. Yeah. And and also me being like, I'm too nervous to do it live. I won't. Being like, well, this guy, I think he's really good. And he was fucking great. And so we exchanged DMs and we talked. We talked after the show. I gave him his phone back. We exchanged DMs over the period of like three months. And then we didn't talk for the for like nine, like eight. Like, I don't, I don't know. It was a long time. Months and months. We didn't talk. And then he hit me up and he, and he was like, I want to make an album. And he came over and... and we started making music to make it short and then we ended up making his first solo project which i was on a couple times and there's a lot of detail to that but it all came from that sort of offer and me being like fuck no i won't do it both you guys are like really like your rhythm and like even when you guys spit and that's good I appreciate that because I because very I, much started that way. I've never seen you guys like on the come up. I've never seen you guys like before. Well, and, yeah, yeah. and when you guys are fucking spitting, it's fucking good, man. Yeah, thank you. Especially on that, like, like it's hard on a bad sound system where you're not allowed enough. It's pretty good at the guitar. But, like... Anybody like, can learn the guitar. Yeah, but no one can sit there and spit in a mic, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't play the guitar like that, so no, I, but that's the thing too is like it takes um, a hard a hard person to sit there and just spit with someone else. Yeah, I, I think it made it's, it easier. It's hard to do that than yeah. to do hip hop on your own. Uh, yeah, it, I, cause, cause you it was way worse. Someone else, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the things I wrote, I a lot of things I've always written. Just live off the cuff. I love when you guys just go banter. 
Oh, yeah. I think me, my relationship with him needs to be better when we're having fun. Like, it's, it's hard with him. Like, we're very different people. Would I, you guys be, like, you guys are BFFs, yeah? Best friends? We were, and we have been. We're very different people. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to, and I don't think it's a bad thing. I think what we did, what we've done together and what we've we do what together right yeah what like, we did before like i think did, what we did earlier tonight yeah even yeah. like every time we perform like i don't think people understand like i'm a i'm a psych guy yeah. so like there's a there's a there's a few ways to to judge people's um personality typing which is scientifically proven and yeah. like sociologically proven now, on every type that I've ever judged me and Jackson on, we are either fully 100% polar opposites or one variation away, which is debatable. So me and Jackson are, like, as far as human beings go, not the same. Well, like and, to all, and to do something successfully together with a common goal is unheard of. Yeah. And so, great. like... The only reason it works is that we both, when we met and started, both loved music yeah. so much that when we were in a room making it, those good and bad personality tendencies don't exist because there's a common goal. Mm-hmm. And this is this is a, a very natural psychology and yeah. sociology yeah, theme. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's going to be hilarious listening. No, I mean this is real stuff. I, no, I could give you examples. Like it's is, how it works. The thing is too is like if you look at Ocas. Yes. Okay, yes. Boy, That's a great yeah. Big boy under three thousand are not the same person. No, it's a good example. But when they sit there and do this, we have a common goal. There you go. Right. Yes. It's it's really. And that's like a lot of like hip hop duo groups too. Like if you I mean, at, yeah. If you look at fucking Wu Tang. Not every member in Wu Tang is the same, but when they come together, it's like, fuck yeah. It's the I, it's the idea of human efficiency, and it's not a it's not a music thing. Like I like I said, I'm I'm a big psych guy. I don't remember the name of the study, but there's a really famous study uh, that was done, I think, in the '60s, that was about racism. And they put a bunch of racist white people with a bunch of uh, anti-racist black people. And they were all younger. And they ran this study where they had to combat with each other, yada, yada. And then they put them in a scenario where they had a common goal. And the idea being is that at some point you begin to look at the people who maybe you're so different from and then value the things that they have. And they begin to value things you have. And like, What was the common goal? In the study? Yeah. They, I don't remember exactly what they did, but it was some sort of like they put them in a field and there was some sort of like capture the flag style. I don't remember exactly what it was. Like I can't give you accurate things. I remember studying it years ago. But it was a, a very legitimate study that, that did a lot for the idea of that and horrible racism and yada yada but it's like i'm not trying to compare me and jackson to the idea of racism but i'm trying to compare the idea of like people people who are in who are entirely different who would have a common goal and then all of a sudden none of that matters 
That's the idea. Like, like if you have something to fight for together, you end up actually valuing the person for their differences. And I think that's how we came together. It was like, he was like, this guy can do something I can't. And I was like, I like him. It's like, both of you fucking play off each other. And that's good hip hop, right? Well, yeah. I mean, like that, that stuff's just lucky. Like that, like the like fact that we have fun time. talking shit and no, and like even like when you guys sit there and look at each other and fucking start rhyming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can tell that's when, the common goal, right? Right? For us, it's like we both fell in love with that idea. Yeah, we both loved hip hop. We both loved A, B, or C. So it's like when that's involved, we don't even we don't think about anything else other than doing it. Yeah. So it's like on stage, we don't argue. I've, yeah. I've never, I've never had disagreement with him on stage yeah. in my life. Like when I was playing music, like back in the day, like uh, I was, you guys were even bored. Like, what do you want? That's what year? Mental. What year? Where you rocking at? Oh, fuck, like ninety nine, two thousand. Like Jackson was ninety nine. Ninety six. I was born. You were born. Ninety six. I'm an old. We were around. We were around. Well, you were younger. We were three. Yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> what do you remember? <laughs> no, I don't remember shit. But so, uh, how did you meet this young man, Neil Lemoyne? From we met for a global, global morning. Uh, it's Connor. A performance. Connor, the drummer of It and Jax, is some guy. Yes, it's some fucking dude. Let's play it up, Logan. I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> the entire interview, really, he has no meaningful. Was he wearing a lifeguard tanky? No. Tonight. He was. He was wearing a lifeguard tank. Oh, he was wearing... I thought you asked if he worked as a lifeguard. No. Did he was he? wearing... No. He, <laughs> 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 he was wearing that tonight. Anyway, some drama guy. He lifeguard tank top. Yeah, tonight. Guys, Connor Booth was wearing a lifeguard tank top. Everyone who's listening to this. On the record. It's yeah. Connor he Joseph really Booth. He looks, fucking, he looks good, man. I actually recommended him to buy that. I was there with him when he bought it. And I said, he was like, this is too much. I was like, buy it. I actually bought this the same place. We found a little thrift uh, shop honestly, in Guelph. I like this shirt on you a lot. Uh, we bought why, them in Guelph for $4. Can, can I ask why Neil Lemoyne is wearing a gold Sean, you, you, like, you... This, this is a fucking good get up and you know it, all right? <laughs> look at this shit. <laughs> look at this. Oh, I like it. I like it. Neil Garbage. So, no, I like so it. So you guys picked up the... Uh, Con- Connor, Connor called him to do a... We did a, we did a television performance yeah. one day. I was actually so sick I couldn't do it. But Neil was there, and he was doing uh, secondary guitar for like a acoustic thing with Connor, and Connor had called him to help us do it. But this we Neil that's how we met. What day this was, and what year was. That was when me and you. That was. <laughs> I'm a good listener. I that was when me and you met. Did you do the? Did you do the? Um, did you do the No Worries video and stuff? Was that you? No, that was no. Seth. No man, I wasn't. I don't yeah, remember who it was. Thing. Yeah, that who was that? Weird shit. No, it was great. It actually, it, people liked it, but it, that I was, I was the, I was in Sweden when they did that. I wasn't even home yet. You went Sweden. Yeah, I didn't know you were a person then. Even why did you go to Sweden? I, I've ne- I did. I did one of my last. Uh, 
which is one of my last semesters of university in Sweden yeah. when I was doing psych. psych yeah. It was my second last semester of university I did. It was second last? Yeah, I saved up all my um, free courses, and I did them there, and I just That's traveled. Cool. I, di- I did it out of desperation. It was not like... Like I just was, I was super depressed and and suicidal, and I was like, I need, I need a different life. Like, yeah, I need a different and I understood life. enough about what I was going through to be like, the best thing I can do right now is walk into an office and make some sort of nuclear decision yeah. that's going to uproot my life. That I f- six months from now don't have a choice about. I have to do it, yeah. and so I signed up to do it and and paid the money. And uh, went and 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 now <laughs> within that six months I met Jackson. We made music and then we started to pop off. Yeah. So what? By the time it's I left, it's a sad story in a lot of ways. But when I when what it, it's it was sad for me. Like I, like, well, like for you, yeah. Yeah, like what we started popping off. I left. I, 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 love, I love just hopping on board. I've I've had a great time with this shit. <laughs> I'm glad you have fun because. I can't even imagine being, uh, like, working as, as somebody in a band because, I, I like, it's not my temperament. Like, yeah. I'm too anal. Like, it is who I am. And it's not, like, it's not, like, it's something you can control. It's who I am. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't serve a cause. Like, I, I don't have it in me. I'm not a good enough person to help people that way. I would have too much to say. Like, yeah. and so when people like Neil and Connor and, and there's been many others who have helped us, like, I just, I, I'm like, just happy they're around because I, I, I don't have that in me. When I help other people, it's like, because I have this selfish interest in who they are and what they want to do. Like when I met Jackson, I was like, he's so good, but I know how I can make him really good. Yeah. It was all about me in some twisted way. I was like, oh, I'll make him better. And that's just who I am, unfortunately, and, and who I'll always be. And I had to live with that and figure it out. But like people well, who can just be happy to be helpful. I couldn't say this in front of him. His fucking his his head would explode. He he can't. Showed not the higher musicians I respect it. Thank you. I'm not a musician. I've never claimed to be. I'm a I'm an artist. No, I'm an artist. I think there's a different thing. Yeah, I I'm not a musician. I like I don't I don't claim to be. I don't like to be. No, I get it. Like I understand. Like I'm not a music guy. I'm an artistic guy. And there's things I'm right about, and there's things I'm wrong about, but like, that's who I am, and I've proven it in multiple arts, and 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 I'm wrong and don't understand things sometimes, but like, that's my talent is I I can I hear and see things that aren't there, and I'm able to put them together in my head and make the people who I see that are good at those things put it together. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I think I'm good at, mm-hmm. and it's in all of those things. It's in film, in writing in fucking music like that's my talent that's the thing i'm proud of i'm not a musician i'm not i couldn't do the things you do like i can't do what he does or what connor does like connor's a good drummer dude even even what jackson does sometimes we're missing jackson and connor booth two brothers that uh drove yeah, I know. I had no idea they were brothers. Guys, Connor used to beat the shit out of Jackson. Put that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. Connor, <laughs> Connor told me one time he's like, "I feel so bad." <laughs> you know, Connor feels like 
deeply sorry. <laughs> this is fucked up. They're getting into this. No, no, no. But you know what's actually crazy about this? Um, I played for them multiple times because I thought it was great. I, I was on Jack Harlow, who's now like a big name. I was on Jack Harlow in 2016 when he had less Instagram followers than I have right now. Yeah. Jack Harlow just released an album that I didn't enjoy very much, but I'm a massive fan of his. But he has one song on there, and it's about his brother and his dad and sort of their weird relationship. And one of the verses he does is about how he sort of didn't treat his brother well when they were younger. Yeah. And how he feels a tremendous amount of guilt for being a dickhead older brother. And and I've played that song for both of them in front of them like ten times. <laughs> and I'm like, I've just been waiting for one of them to be like, oh, I'll actually relate to this. But they would never. I'm going to get a glass of water. Yeah, so yeah, house right there, man. You're still in the kitchen. Do you want one? No, I'm going to get a beer. You know you're in the kitchen, right? I know I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> I was seeing if you want a glass of water. I have such Glasses a dry mouth there. right now. It's because you smoked a ball in there. Right there, there you go. No, there you go, kid. Right there, you see the glass? You're on it. I got it, I got it. That's a mug. What a good boy. That's a mug. That's a, that's a fucking machine to hold water. That's what that is to him. It's not a glass. I drink a lot of water out of mugs. I can't, I can't be mad. Do you have any weird questions? Like, I'm a fucking box full of tricks. No. <laughs> and you, yeah, yeah, honestly. This can get as weird as you want. <laughs> I, I have a lot in this so head. Actually, what I want to know is, uh, have you guys had any talks? Had sex? Labels? Have we had sex with each other? Yes, we have. All the time. Uh, uh, we, we started a very anti-record label. I think I influenced that. I think also our manager at the time influenced that. I think Jackson would have signed a fucking cardboard box if it meant that he had stability, and he would agree with that. He'd laugh at that. That like, but um, as time has gone on, we're very oh, open to that. Yeah, you, oh, Sean took his. Nasty. I am too far away. I can't even. I can't even oh, feel it's it. Your way. Uh, I'm ready for it. Buckle up. Um, <laughs> we had. We had two close calls with record labels, and they and and it just it just didn't work out. It was it was like they found one of us and not the other, and then they found one of us and not the other, and it was sort of. Uh, I mean, it, when you're talking about this, you don't like. I don't know for sure. No. I'm not in their head. No, but I would have another one. Listen, uh, what's our He's next close. show that we're playing? We're playing fucking Montreal. Montreal. Where are you guys playing Montreal? Uh, where are we playing Montreal? Diving Bell. You, yeah, Diving Bell. How many seats is that? It's a good bit, but we're the local Montreal band. Yeah. And another uh, local Montreal. Family man. Shout out to Family, family man. man. Good so fucking man, yeah. guys. Good guys, good guys man. Yeah. Really good guys. with us in Toronto. Uh, in Ottawa? Us this coming Saturday. Well, next Saturday. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, next week. Tomorrow next 26th. Week, guys. Where are you guys playing in Toronto? Cameron House. Uh, Cameron House and the Rivoli. And the Rivoli on the Friday as an opener. But I'm trying not to advertise that. Not because I don't want them to sell tickets. Just because it's not going to be our vibe. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It's like it's gonna I, be a really good show though. Honestly, on Friday, I'm, I, I think it's going to be a fucking. Well, we got Friday thirty minutes. Good, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're going to, I mean, it's early and, and we're opening and there's not going to be a lot of people there, I think, for what uh, is going to be there for the, the closer. But like, like we're going to do our thing and, and, and uh, we you haven't guys, had a cool stage like that. And when I guys, I've never seen it. First time tonight, I saw you guys live and I saw the whole fucking room go. It's like. We slowly convinced them. It took a lot. Dude, I'm you guys would fucking kill it. I fucking like four o'clock in the afternoon in Aurora. Fucking a bunch of kids fucking Yeah. I would love I would love to come back and play like the main after party here. Yeah. I think like on like a Saturday and and let us play as part of the setup. For further, like, biggest, like, yeah. it's, it's, like, it's all my bag. Like, I listen to a bunch of fucking punk rock and metal and fucking old school hip hop. I'm 42. Um, and I love pop music, but what I saw tonight, I was like, what the fuck? Like, man, I appreciate that because I, so I many we just love kids it. Fucking jumping up and down. Like, it reminded me of like of playing when I was like playing at the Irish Center in Brampton. Uh, in fucking 98 when you would pay five dollars for a fucking ticket like if that's true people take notice of that i i'm glad that that was the hope like she's like jennifer my fiance she's like old school punk rock and like we're fans of that we were like five minutes in that Gorgeous lady was fucking jumping up and down. It's like this is fucking. Well, I appreciate that because we're fans of it, but we're also not going to pretend like we are that people. We are those people. We are that person. Like it's not. Like I didn't grow up in that era, but I, I can appreciate it and and like play the part for fun. But you can't let it affect. Just keep making the tunes. No, no, no. We, we, we. The only song we ever made with a purpose was "So What." Like, like every other song we've ever made was entirely organic. Like either he made something and then I hopped on it and we figured it out. I made something and he and hopped on it and figured it out. Or we did it together. Like that's the beautiful thing about the fucking the band is like it's you two and you got Connor and then. Mustache, red mustache, <laughs> playing, yeah, playing yeah. guitar. It's crazy villain name. You're just red mustache. Is <laughs> <laughs> that tattooed on your uh, you, you, you tattoo you? Your... Uh, actually, I'm gonna call it Ateo for this. You had to. I thought you were gonna keep it for the whole tour of the mustache. It was like, too itchy. It was too itchy. I told you. I warned you before I shaved it. I said I have to shave. <gasps> this is too itchy. Dude, I I had a beard. Me. I, I did. I, I, you did. I said you did. Oh, so at least yeah, I yeah, didn't. I was like, yeah, I did. I just. Yeah, you it was too like, much. Part of me be- wanted to believe. And I, I honestly, I part of me believed that like, oh, he's not gonna do it. I almost didn't do it. <laughs> honestly, I almost didn't do it. I, I just, it was itching me so bad. Like I'm not used like to it. This. It was like, too I'm much. Not, you think I'm used to this? No, 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 but you, oh, you like grow, you grow a lot, you grow, you, how, like, when did you shave for the first time? Uh, I, I don't know. I was like Four. 23, Four. dude. Oh, I, I, shaved, I, I shaved when I was like 16. I was like 23 before yeah, I that, did a full yeah, shave. Yeah, probably, probably 16. Your brother Sam. Like, I'm, I, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Your brother <laughs> Sam, the one can grow a beard in a day. Yeah. Your yeah. That's what I mean. Like I, I don't, I don't even know. What, it's, it's so foreign. Jeez, what can I say? 
strong. A bunch of gingers in one family, huh? It, well, you know what's fucked is my mustache came in, and, and when it was, like, full in, sort of like, it was filled up. And, uh... Did you like it? I liked it, but it was so itchy, and, and my girlfriend liked it, but she hated it at first. But then she was like, ah, it's kind of crazy. But it was getting <laughs> it was getting red. I had so much red. And I was like, ah, gross. You don't want to look Neil. like a ginger. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was red. I had, I had a bunch of red in it. We're all pretty, oh man, I'm pretty snapped up. Guys. <laughs> We're all snapped, snapped up. That's the point of it. All I'm great. The whole point of the podcast is getting snapped up and talking shit, right? I mean, everyone, I swear, everyone can tell, man. I well, that's well, that's well, the you point. Guys listen to episode two because episode two on the podcast, I'm fucking drunk within thirty-five minutes into it, and Jennifer's like, "Can you settle it?" And I'm like, "Fuck no, Beatles or Stones?" And the guy we're talking to is like, "Stones, like the fuck out my house, Beatles, you idiot." <laughs> I I, th- th- I think I go Beatles. Yeah. But like I don't have a strong opinion. Like I don't care. I would say fuck both of them before I gave it. Well, I just I don't I'm not cultured that way. I didn't grow up like that. Like I I can't. I feel like it's wrong to even pick a side. I'll take Pink Floyd over both of them. I will not. I'll take Beatles. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. I would take Beatles, but I I like. Paul McCartney's a cunt, though. But. Every musician. <laughs> because is a cunt. Like, he, like, I was talking about this. Who, have you met a good I, I musician? They're all cunts. And he's trying to write the last Beatles song through AI. So AI is John Lennon. That's kind of hard. I'm not going to lie. I fuck with that, actually. That's fucking nuts. There's something spiritually that makes sense with that. That's in line. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, for my limited. Well, but he's a cunt. Well, I'm not very spiritual, and I'm not good at being spiritual. I think my spirituality lies within myself and my perception of people. I don't think I have like a external spirituality, but it makes sense. Like you're saying, Paul McCartney's writing the last Beatles song is an AI thing. Yeah. So what's going on is he's got Ringo who can't play drums at all. And himself, who can barely play bass, <laughs> and he's got AI as George Harrison and John Lennon. How good is this song gonna be? Uh well, you're not gonna like my <laughs> opinion. Not, I think it's gonna be a banger. This was in the news fucking three weeks ago. How long is this? As this, we've been. How long have 40, we been 42 podcast? minutes and 37 seconds. I think it's going to be a banger. I think it's my favorite one. So <laughs> we're going to go off on that. I was talking about the John Lennon song. But <laughs> <laughs> this podcast, I won't know until tomorrow. But the John Lennon song, I think it's going to be a banger. I think that he's the right kind. Is dead. Well, well, no, he, he's not. Paul McCartney. Or, no, but uh, it's John all Lennon. encapsulated. You said... Listen, it's all encapsulated with the cunts, and they're excellent cunts. And if they're doing something for a reason, it probably has some sort of purpose. Why don't I have a Spotify right Excellent cunts. I can't say the C word on Spotify. Ah shit! It's fine. Don't worry about it. That's why it's on Podbean. You'll have to. You'll you'll have to blur. Let's go. Anyways, I I just 
I think that they're like that's a statement. Like I I just think like well, it's like the artists Stones, suck. Man. Like, like I, the Stones should have given up, and I say this all through this fucking podcast. Jennifer fucking hates them. They should have fucking broken up in the seventies. No one's gonna buy Voodoo Lounge by the Stones in the nineties. It's garbage. Fucking the Stones in the eighties. Oh, ladies. In the nineties are shit. Right now they're garbage. Who gives a fuck? Sometimes, so I know what you mean. Sometimes I feel that way about me and Jackson, because I, I like, obviously the scale at which we're talking about is drastically different. But oh. the idea of the emotionality of what you're doing and why you're doing it can get lost, even if you don't mean the same thing to people. And so, like, sometimes I'm like, should me and Jackson still be doing it? Because I don't feel like I did then. And that's a thing I struggle with is like we made a lot of the songs that people love and that I love the most during a time where I don't feel like that anymore. Yeah. So it's like, do we do Ate and Jax or do we do Ate and Jax also exists? Yeah. Because it's like it might have been a moment in time. But it's just it's just it's scary. No, no, no. He'll actually have he'll actually get two jobs. <laughs> He'll get an AT job and a Jack job. No, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. that way. Yeah, like I, I you know. Understand. But I think I don't want to ever feel like I have I to make music. Both you and the four dudes I saw on stage tonight were amazing. Okay. okay I appreciate that. Dude. Was we, we had to do it. I've it, never it, seen you play live, and I can't stand looking at that mustache. I want you to fucking take it off. <laughs> I love it. I want you to put the mustache between your eyebrows. <laughs> it does kind of look like a no, like a dirty no, eyebrow. Sean, Sean, no, come on. No, no I, you, you know what? You know what I would say. I think my my last send them on the thing because the last thing I said was very sad, and I and I don't want to say like like I'm hoping for the downfall of Eighteen Jacks, but I will say that I well I'm not hoping for it. The one thing I will say is that. The one thing that has not happened in the entire existence of modern music was a global pandemic that shut down the world. And to be one of the very few artists who gained local and some kind of buzz at the very start of a global pandemic, which we haven't had in any of our lifetimes, is I, 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 attribute, I, I attribute my distance from him to a lot of that. And I think like... I think I just think like that's hard to come back from. Like it's just not something you can pretend didn't happen. And I would like to. Well, that's the thing to you, man. It's like I would like to do what I want to do. I and, was talking to my buddy Spencer from Truce, and that's how they made that album. And Dan, Dan Mills, no relation. Um, he was in Wheels and the Bus. They played together in Brampton, and through the pandemic, what they did is release one single every three months. And then they did a killer EP. It's like hard as fuck. It's rashy, whatever. It's the same thing too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it pulls people apart, though. Yeah, man. Like, like more than anything. I play fucking Breath of the Wild. Listen to the truce. Oh, like, that's actually crazy. Oh man, I'm a, you don't want to get me started. On that. No, don't, don't even. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say. We will have different podcasts. Uh, well, I, you don't want me to start on that. But <laughs> I, I, I think your, I think your point though is very true, 
And I think that... Um, I think the pandemic brought a lot of people together. It's and apart. It, it's, it, and it, it, it brings you towards and, and, and against each other. And I will uh, fucking get into shocks it right now, there. whatever. But after the pandemic, I was like... Who the... Like, fuck, I didn't know you thought like this. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I didn't know you didn't believe in science right yeah i mean it's the the whole but i know what you're talking about it's sort of the idea of like you come out of something that's so life-changing and you can't you can't fathom the idea of reality of other people anymore one guy for 14 years and after the pandemic i looked at him and i was like fuck you're dumb well, it it changes people. It, it either I makes yes. I I, 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 mean. I I worked with this guy for fourteen years, and we were best friends. Absolutely. And then yeah. after that, after the fucking whole COVID thing, he's like, "Well, that's not real." I'm like, "Pardon?" Well, I, I, and that's a really good, uh, very specific example of the idea of like how something so significant to everybody's day-to-day life can make them turn in a different direction that you may have never, never specific. Because I love this guy, and I would sit there and stab someone for this guy. Yeah, I know what I mean. No, but I know what he means. I I get it. Like, it's... I would, man. He's a good dude. I'm not going to mention his name, but whatever. He's a great dude. But... After the pandemic, but he'll mention he'll stab him. <laughs> I would like he's he's a good brother of mine. I I know what he means. Like I I I think that like I think that something that significant like um like how, you lose people like and 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 it's not it, it's nobody's fault. No. It's it's a lifestyle and a and a and a habitual Life. habitual change of people where. You went in on one side and you come outside like, the other way and I you're not the same. What I understand is like when, how do I say this? The right side, if you will, the right side of the people. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, where it's like, okay, so you don't believe this happened, but when's the last time you had fucking smallpox? Right. No, I don't mean. When's the last time you had mumps? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. We got vaccines for that. I don't want to get into this right now because I try not to talk about politics. You know, I shit on this podcast. I can, give, I can give you my real world yeah, comparison oh, of good. that. I think when COVID hit, I was 22 years old. Yeah. And I had worked to, to be an artist and make music for years. And when I came out of COVID, yeah. I was anxious and determined and scared of the amount of time I lost. And I look at I other people who also went through that, yeah. and I wonder why they aren't scared of the time I lost. I think that's, that, that's my comparison as a musician. It's like I was horrified that I was so... I mourned so hard for the years, literally, that I lost of the prime of my life where I was finally doing things yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at other people and they were like, we're good. Yeah. We're going to be fine. And I was like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, yeah. we, I was onto something and I lost all of that time in my life that's so important. And I think those people are wrong. 
because I saw COVID as a as a a singular event of a fucking multiple generation idea where we won't see it again in our lifetime, well, and we didn't see it in the lifetime before us, yeah, well, and it's just like, back, but, it, it, but it'll still be the same thing. Well, that's the thing too is like at the end of the day, it won't be as bad. Well, no, because people get vaccinated, whatever, but everyone's like, oh yeah, COVID's come back in fucking end of October. And it is like, you know, it's in uh, rotation. <laughs> it's in, ro- it's it's in rotation. Mean, it's, yeah. But it's, it's just like the common cold, right? Where everyone has to fucking get over it, right? It was always going to be that way. That's okay. that's how it works. <laughs> that's literally how it works. That's that's how the idea of of of, of right. sickness you works. Are, you guys are fucked up for saying that. That's how it works. Uh, I don't know. Wait, what do you want? Like that's that's scientific that's evidence I mean. of that. Like, like what, are, what are you gonna believe in the sky or something you can see? What? I think that's fair. Jesus or. I don't know if he meant it this way, but technically the sky isn't a physical thing. It's it's reflection of light, which means you technically aren't seeing the sky. You're seeing a reflection of light of something else. Anyway, he didn't mean it that way, I don't think. Well, but yeah, it was kind of deep I was that way. <laughs> See, I wasn't there. Oh, However, yeah. I fully related you to show it. Me, you show me a picture of fucking Jesus <laughs> in real life that I without fucking being drawn, I will believe a scientist any day of the week. Ooh. This one plus one is still fucking two, man. This is like an album cover or like a single cover. Jesus doing like the heart of the Christ, but like he, he's a lizard. You know that? Like, that's a that's already a punk cover. That's gotta be. It's a lizard. We we the next Dirty Nil album is probably that. no. That's that's, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I'm talking about they uh, would do that. That's my no. Fully my idea. Hooch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hooch mama. I like that, actually. Yeah. That's it's funny. It's the heart of the Christ, but it is a lizard. That's funny, but like it's it works. That's, that's weirdly... You guys have merch? You guys should print that. That's, that's weirdly... Uh, that's weirdly, like, accepting of religion and scientific at the same time. That's kind of crazy. You're like, let's accept religion, but also, like, let's, let's, let's pretend the idea of, like... Science is also it just is real. So they're both um, equally real. No, you can't. You can't go. Who's gonna hear that? You sue them. You guys should do band shirts like that. Um, was a lizard. I would do one of me as God and Jackson's Jesus. I'm saving. Neil's the Neil. Neil's the Neil's the sheep. Donkey. The sheep and 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 Connor's giving birth to a song. It's just the whole Christmas Eve shebang. It's the whole. So. <laughs> All right, hey, Tay and Neil Lemoyne, we've been talking for 54 minutes and 45 seconds. So right I'm now, not hey, uh, another, no, I'm not like we, do we, we didn't do another beer, but I'm yeah. ending it because I have to go to bed. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Anyways, right now, asshole, you're going to give me all your socials. No, don't do it. He has oh, to yeah. stay out longer. I-T-S, A-T-A-Y, everything. Cool. A-T-A and Jax for, for duo stuff, but for uh, me, I-T-S, A-T-A-Y. Sweet, so that's it's Instagram A-T-A. and uh, everything. Twitter, Facebook. Everything. People still fa- do Facebook. And then Neil Lemoyne, yeah. what's your, no? 
Uh, your uh, what's what's your email? Tell everybody your email. Uh, Neil. No, no, no. Tell me your good email. My good email. Yeah. Oh, Les Paul Lover. Yeah, I won't say what. Uh, <laughs> at Let's fall in love at something.com. Anyways, guys, thanks for the chat. It was hilarious, and I'm snapped. Yeah. It is actually 3.56 in the morning, and. My phone's down, I don't even know. Rules, this is the longest podcast I've done, guys. Thanks a lot. Okay. Right, Cheers, right. beers, and all the right. years.